You're listening to Rock Our Whim, hosted by me, Danny Faye. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me on Rock Out With podcast. My pleasure. <laughs> Let's just um, jump straight in and talk about your new album. So did you want to tell everyone what it is called? Oh, it's, uh, I'm Jack Alleman first, and uh, this new album is called Obscure Places and Cupboards. He, yeah, we just released it last uh, last year, September, at the end of September. And he is doing great, actually. A lot of uh, radio plays and uh, reviews, a good, a good feedbacks, a lot of good <laughs> feedbacks right now. So, well, that's always good to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what? Where did the name for it come from? Oh, that's uh, such a good question. Uh, <laughs> I think everything started when I was playing in uh, in my past bands in the yeah since I was uh, since I was very young actually. And uh, yeah, my my bandmates they they used to call me Jack, and uh, that's something that I kept. But then they used to describe me like the kind of person that uh, it's too meticulous fuzzy about things okay. <laughs> uh yeah like a control freak i want to be there uh during the whole process since we start writing a song till uh, till the very end when you promote a song and uh, i just want to double check that everything is uh is according to my standards i should say and uh yeah that's why adam and i think so it became my my stage name, Jack Adamant, and uh, it's been forever since uh, since I've, uh, I've been I started playing. Yeah. So you've done it a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I think I started playing since I was twelve. I remember, but I was just writing like uh, lyrics when when I was when I was twelve, kind of poetry, I should say. And uh, then I was curious about how these songs or those potential songs could be with uh, with music, but I couldn't play any instrument back then. <laughs> so I, I remember asking my cousin if if I could borrow air uh, keyboards. Yeah, there was, but I couldn't play, so I was just like experimenting with this keyboard. I remember also that I was so interested in the strings instruments like guitar or bass. And um, so I was because my parents they didn't want to buy me any any guitar back then. They thought it was kind of useless. I, oh, I, okay. <laughs> I should focus on something more, you know, important. So I was building up this guitar out of this box of uh, biscuits, you know, the the metal one. Yeah. The one that our moms, the ones that is empty, they use for putting stuff inside, sewing stuff. Yeah, and normally then, sewing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember that I made a hole in the in the lid, and then I was putting some strings, but the sound was horrific. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't play that one; <laughs> it was unplayable. Yeah, and uh, yeah, finally, back uh, later on, I convinced my parents to buy me like an instrument, a real one. And there was a guitar, you know, an acoustic guitar. <laughs> So you didn't fancy learning to actually play the keyboard then? No, uh, I don't think that was my my cup of tea keyboard. 
more in the production about production because lately i've been so interested in uh, producing and mixing all this stuff so i gained this kind of interest in playing keyboards you know with the with this doll so you can assign any kind of a midi instruments and you can play everything on a keyboard it can be like a, i don't know a trumpet or violin yeah it's all on there <laughs> yeah um, so what about the album name, Obscure Places and Cupboards? Where did that come from? I think he has different reasons why we... Actually, it was me and my, my drummer, the part of this uh, of this new project, because in the um, in the past it was only me. I started this Jack Adamant as a solo project, more like folk songwriting thing. But then it became more like a indie punk, uh, pop punk and uh, I think it was because of the pandemic I think the lockdown the fact that we were stuck in these places homes a room and uh, all of a sudden uh, all the inside and outside world was merged together so yeah. Uh, yeah that's why I think obscure places because it's kind of a uh, obscure the idea was just because you, you change your life all of a sudden and it's something that you can't control. Yeah, we were forced actually to yeah to live that way. Yeah, but also because the way it was recorded, I think made uh, made me come up with this uh, with this idea. Uh, because when when I was in a pre in my previous band, we were we were mainly recording in a studio, but this was not really doable during the pandemic. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are pros and cons every time. And I should say, in a studio, you are in a budget, you you have time restrictions, so you have to be fast, you have to be effective. And sometimes you don't have time to experiment with different things like mic placement or uh, reverbs, trying to record your vocals or uh, an amplifier in a, in a different room. So I remember that during the pandemic, I was kind of trying to to experiment, like recording my vocals in a closet or like uh, in the basement, laundry room, in the kitchen. I don't know, a little bit to be inspired, a little bit to, to be crazy sometimes. And I had time to do it, so why not? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, apparently bathrooms have really good like acoustics. Yeah, yeah. I, I love actually natural acoustics instead of recording pretty dry and then you have those digital uh, reverbs or echo, I don't know. <laughs> um, so do you, have a, do you have a favorite track on the album? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite track, but I should say probably the, the most fun to play, it's uh, You First. It's like very simple. It reminds me like the really basic punk song. Uh, when when usually I play with with my drummer, we have a lot of fun because it's fast. It's uh, it's simple. It gives you a lot of energy, and uh, it's really. I really like. I really enjoy to play it. But probably the most emotional is uh, a plan to stay. Uh, it's that kind of song that when you can when you play it live, it gives you like uh, shivers or uh, it just uh, 
Yeah, sometimes it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe it's because of the lyrics, because it's the kind of song that we were a little bit, I don't know, unsure if you wanted to, to have this song for in this specific album or just to to skip it for for this time. But at the end, you know, we, we decided to have 10 songs and we couldn't leave this one behind. So, yeah, that's why. And I think the, the saddest one is instead uh, Space Frame. Space Frame. Uh, I remember this song because when I was writing actually the, the lyrics for, for this song, I was actually picturing my family in a parallel dimension or universe where they didn't have me. And uh, so I want to feel kind of getting the feeling how it is to see your family, your loved ones in a, in a, in a different situation, I think, where, uh, where you are not there. And actually they carried on living, yeah. without, living without you. So that's what I was thinking when, uh, when I was writing this one. Yeah, those three, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Those three are your top ones for different reasons. I like that though. Mm. <laughs> um, so I was looking through your website and I noticed that you've released the album digitally on CD mm. and on a cassette. What made yeah. you go the cassette route rather than the like vinyl route, for instance? Are we actually planning to release it on, on vinyl too? But the cassette was mainly because we were part of this uh, punk rock contest. I think the the guys were called the punk rock raider kind of blind band reviews. It's like these these guys in the in the states and yeah. and we won actually this contest and one of the prizes for the winner was uh, printing some tapes. So we said, cool, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, well, that was one of the main reasons to to attend this kind of uh, of contest because it, it was fun actually. At the, at the end and 24 i think 24 25 tapes and 10 of them they're already gone so we have like cds and some tapes left but probably in the future we we're gonna print uh we, we're gonna have a vinyl too it's not really easy to to print vinyls nowadays there's a because of the long queue Oh yeah, there's this whole backlog with it, isn't there? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we'll see. It, it depends when when we will start doing some shows, and uh, we'll see what the the crowd says. People that come to to listen to us, if they they're fine with the with the digital release, they're fine with the cassettes and and the and the CD, or they won't have more. We are working on on some T-shirts, uh, caps, and. Uh, yeah, the usual merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just I haven't seen cassettes since I was like a kid. So it was like really refreshing to see. <laughs> yeah, it's same for me. Same for me. <laughs> I didn't know they were making a comeback, but they obviously are. So Yeah, it feels so. But it's cool, actually. It feels like uh, analog. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you touched on like when you have live shows and stuff, do you have any planned already or is that still in the future? Um, we have applied already for some festivals and uh, we'll see how it goes with them. 
But compared to the past, the the plan for for this release was actually to work a little bit more on the promoting the the record. And uh, I'm I'm actually not working alone on this. Otherwise, it would be like uh, insane. To say. <laughs> so we have a label, and uh, it's called the AR Recordings. But it's, it's a really small one, isn't it? In the label, more like a community of uh, musicians. And we help each other. But at the same time, there is like uh, Jed, this guy, the drummer, uh, he is he, helping a lot with uh, with promotion too. By helped a lot with music videos and uh, designing. Actually, he's the one that made the cover for, uh, for this record. And uh, yeah, right now we are actually rehearsing a little bit, but the easiest probably would be me playing myself like uh, on a solo uh, electric set i don't know uh well like we are we're gonna have like a full band like two guitars bass and and the drummer so that's what we what what's in store i should say for for the future but it's hard to tell because like uh, um i've been traveling a lot in the, during the last months and uh finally i feel that i'm i'm settling down in uh in Sweden again. I mean, I'm in Stockholm right now, and uh, it's important to do to to do networking and uh, go to different venues and uh, meet a, yeah to meet other bands and and see if they, they they need someone to open for them or you can arrange concerts together. That's uh, that's something that well, I'm working. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Hard to it's tell about that. networking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what what do you actually love the most about Sweden? Uh, I think I was having hard times when I was in Italy to try to find those kind of underground places, venues and uh, bands that they play, like cool music, uh, independent music, uh, their own music. I, I don't dislike cover bands, but I, I always go for for new bands and that, that they are kind of creative that they can uh, make music that you you haven't heard before yeah. and I, I was struggling actually to find some those kind of places in the south of italy so when uh, i got a chance to to move over here i said yeah let's do it and let's see if it's gonna be easier here and uh, actually it is once that you you know the the main bands that they're playing uh in those kind of uh, places that you, you haven't been before it's like kind of a uh, black clubs they're called it's like the, the day that the only advertisement that they have there it's on uh, on facebook yeah and yeah it's kind of private private so you go there and uh, because somebody else just referred to you or you're included in this but once that you know those bands where they're playing, so it's, it's easy to track those those venues, and then uh, and then you go there because then you know that they're gonna have like cool music and cool new new music. Um, so I have a few of them already on the list to to check to check them out because they change all the time. It's not it's never that that they have the same location and you go there and they're gonna have the same kind of music. Most of the time, they shut down the place, and and maybe the same guys they're gonna open up a new place with a different name somewhere else. Okay. So the easiest for me is just following the bands. Yeah. Those kind of independent bands. 
and see where, where they're going to play in the future. So I know that I can track, the, track down the play system. Yeah, we've got a similar thing over here. Obviously, we've got the grassroots venues that since the lockdown are struggling. Yeah. Like, some yeah. of them are closing. Some of them are opening up again. It's been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so who would you say your musical inspirations are? Like, who inspires your sound? Oh, it's been different during the years, I think. But uh, it's mainly... Uh, oh, no. Smashing Pumpkins, I should say. Probably Dinosaur Jr. It's a great inspiration for me. Big Sis. Uh, Elliot Smith and Daniel Johnston. Super Chunk. Yeah. I think the list goes on. <laughs> so many, but you got a picture, I think, of the... My first vinyl, actually, is uh, Sex Pistols. It was my first one. Then the Ramones. Um, but when I was a kid, I was a big fan of the Oasis. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> Shame on me. The Gallagher's. <laughs> if you're of a certain age, you liked Oasis. That tends to be the yeah. rule. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the only reason I asked is because when I was listening to your album, um, I did hear, like, I don't know if you've been told this before, but I heard some Pete Doherty kind of vibes. Really? Yeah, um, like the Libertines. That's wow, what that's it made a... me think of. So, Cheers. That's a good compliment. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I didn't want that to come across <laughs> as an insult because it didn't mean it as one. <laughs> no, no, I love them. Yeah. Uh, I know that they're still around. And yeah. actually, hope that they'll come and play here in, in Stockholm. I know that Pixies are playing in February here, so I definitely I'm gonna go and check them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if you had to describe your music to someone who's never heard of you, how would you describe it? Because obviously, you do have those different sounds. Uh, in the very beginning, when I released the first EP, Launch at Twelve Since Eighty Two. It was much inspired by Jay Muskis from uh, from Dinosaur Junior, and especially the the record called Several Shades of Y, and uh, that was more folk music. And I wanted just to be like guitars and a little bit of bass and vocals mainly. So that was folk. Then lately, I wanted to have the the full band back, so like drums big drums and heavy guitars and bass as well. And uh, so the sound was more alternative rock. But as I said, I, I come from, from grunge music, hard rock, because my previous band, Valeriana, they, it was a hard rock band, like a heavy band. Uh, but no metal, <laughs> hard rock. Uh, but recently, I've been associated to the to the grunge scene and uh, the punk scene. So a kind of combination between those two. That's why I should say probably pop punk or indie punk would be the the closest one, I think, to yeah. describe it. But still alternative. But I don't know. It's hard to say. It's very uh, generic to say alternative rock nowadays. Yeah, exactly. That concludes so many different things. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about uh, Radiohead, 
probably Honey, the, the first record that won, probably is like the alternative rock for me. Uh, I don't know, this new record that I have, it, it depends. It goes from, uh, if you're listening to You First, it's a little bit more punk, but then if you're listening to uh, Brush Your Teeth With A Smile, then it's, uh, it's you get a different vibe, I think. And the same when you listen to Space Frame, the, the idea was to um, to be inspired by the music from the ride, I think. My Bloody Valentine was my inspiration, but not that shoegaze, but close. <laughs> <laughs> All these different poles. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what do you like the most about music? Is it being able to take all those different genres and play with them? Uh, I don't like to repeat myself. So that's why probably I started playing uh, kind of music, a little bit soft music. And then uh, from there, I got to play a little bit more punk music. So um, first of all, it's a need, I should say. So it doesn't... Uh, it's not something that I have to do it, but it helps me to feel help, helps me to feel better and uh, to cope with life in a in a better way. <laughs> so when I have to write a song, it just comes out of nowhere, and I feel that I have to write a song and I have to record that record a song. And of course, I hope that the the same feeling that I have when I when I listen back to my songs is the same people that will listen to my music will have yeah when i listen to you first it gives me like a kind of positive vibe it makes me feel that i want to jump in my room or uh, <laughs> to destroy things but <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a good song to start like uh, start off monday week. yeah yeah <laughs> um, but as i said as i said i, I don't know it just uh, yeah, I feel that I have to do it, and uh, it, it makes me feel better. I feel like a better human playing and writing songs. So it's like a lifeline. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. So, yeah, I feel exactly. Mm. I'm like completely with you that I'm because I'm exactly the same. It's always there to like pour your emotions mm. out into. <laughs> Yeah, it's like nobody's forcing us to do it. It just yeah. uh, becomes naturally, and uh, it's hard to describe why this this is happening. It's kind of chemistry out there. It's just a need, isn't it? It's like a yeah, need it's to a need. do it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so, final question, which I tend to ask everybody. And some get stumped, some have an answer straight away. Is if you could rock out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Uh, Pixies. Pixies. Last time that I've been asked this, I said Beatles. Now I'm kind of regretting it. <laughs> I said Pixies. But I don't know. I think they, they made a massive uh, impact on the, on the rock music. And um, I kind of grew up with Pixies and... Um, I learned, I learned play bass, listening to, to Pixies and, uh, I don't know, just having a chat with them will be mind blowing, will, uh, will change the way I am right now, I think. 
it'd be so inspiring. They, they're huge. They're <laughs> massive. They, they, they play soft, but they, they can kill <laughs> with their music. Yeah. So Pixies, yeah. Yeah, you, regret to, it. you should send your album to them. Just sneakily send it. <laughs> on February, actually, if they're coming here. So I'll yeah. go there, sneak on the stage, and just give my, my record. Yeah, just throw one of those cassettes up onto the stage, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did once to Albini, Steve Albini, when he played with the shellac in, uh, in Stockholm. <laughs> I don't think that he, he ever listened to that, that record. <laughs> he just put it in this in his back pocket and he, he left it there well you never know <laughs> yeah you, you never know yeah <laughs> oh, okay um have you got anything final you want to add like where people can find you and stuff online uh, i have a website it's uh, jackadamant.com uh, i'm on instagram facebook twitter i'm trying tiktok too yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it feels that every social media has its own crowd, so you have to be there. As well as I said, you need to go to go out and to go to yeah. to shows because th there you will find a new crowd as well. So helping to if you want to get your name out there, so then you have to do all those different things. And uh, yeah, but easily they can find me on on uh, any platform where they listen to music like Spotify, Bandcamp. I'm there. <laughs> just just look for Jack Adam and it will it won't be complicated. <laughs> it's not complicated, I can confirm. You put your name into Google and it all comes up. <laughs> yeah. It will be complicated actually if you don't have a computer or if you don't have internet. Well, yeah, that would make it slightly more complicated. <laughs> I would recommend to go to a library and use their computers there. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or any place where they have free internet and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just go there. Starbucks or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, brilliant. Well, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry it took mm. so long. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> um, I hope you have a great evening. Same. Same for you. Yep. And I will speak to you later. <laughs>